Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Rumblings, Podcast 381. I don't have much to say this week, but I did try out Marvel Snap, and so I guess I'll talk about that for a bit, and hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So Marvel Snap is, I believe, out for PC, Android, and iOS. It is basically in the collectible card game category, but I would say it's a little bit more interesting in that it's probably closer to a board game than an actual uh, collectible card game. Because while you are collecting cards, you're also playing on a board, and there are a lot of the collectible card game mechanics that are missing in terms of how you build up and create your collection. You are playing to control two of three locations. There are six total turns per game, unless one of the locations modifies that, and each location is revealed sort of one turn at a time. So on the first turn, the first location will be revealed. On the second turn, the second one will be revealed. And on the third turn, the third one will be revealed. So that will kind of alter your strategy in terms of where you want to play each cards and when. Your quote-unquote deck only has 12 cards total. So as you might imagine, you start with, I believe, four in your hand. It might only be three. But then you play six more turns. So you're pretty much guaranteed to see almost all of your deck. Only a couple of the cards will not be played. So again, that is very unlike a traditional card game where you have a 30-card deck, a 40-card deck, a 60-card deck, and you're playing, you know, multiple turns, and you may never see certain cards. You pick what you want to do at the same time, and then when both players have finished picking, things are revealed basically at roughly the same time. I say roughly because the game is a little bit wibbly-wobbly in terms of how it reveals cards, It will always follow the order you played your own cards in, but in terms of when the opponent's cards are revealed, it seems a little off. Like one card in question I've seen be off is Electra. She has a special ability that on reveal, she kills a one-cost card, and that's, you know, randomly chosen if there's more than one. But I've seen turns where I played her, And the opponent played a one-cost card, and she was played first, and then their card was played, so she didn't have a valid target when she was played. But in other games, it's been the reverse, where I play a one-cost card, it plays first, then the opponent plays Electra, and then Electra kills them. I'm like, wait, why is that not consistent? So it's a little bit wibbly-wobbly in those terms. You do kind of get used to it pretty quickly, like Electra now... I currently have her in my deck. I may, you know, not forever if I continue playing, 
But it's like, now that I know that's a little wibbly-wobbly, I never play her on a turn I expect her to be used. I play her after, you know, I know for sure there's a card there she could kill. When you win matches, you sort of build up your collection rank. And as you go up in your collection rank, you unlock cosmetics, which is per card. So you get these special quote-unquote boosters. Say you get like Hulk boosters. Those will only work on upgrading the Hulk card. And upgrades are only cosmetic, so it doesn't really matter that they look cooler. But, you know, you might want to spend those upgrades on cards you think are cool because there are alternate uh, versions of them, which I think are just how they look. You will also hit certain points where you unlock uh, specific cards, as well as I think once you get deep enough, there will be random card unlocks. But this is both a good and bad system in that they control what cards you're getting, but you also have no control yourself over, you know, what order you're unlocking things. And it's not like in Legends of Runeterra where you buy, you know, specific card unlocks. You know, you don't know what you're going to get. If you get a random card, it's a random card. You have no idea. I think there was a note uh, sort of in the news section that they are maybe looking into. Uh, controlling how players unlock cards, so that may come in the future. Uh, but currently, you unlock what you unlock, and you have, you know, effectively zero control over it. Games are super fast, uh, probably about three minutes uh, on the average, more often than not. So if you lose, it doesn't feel like as huge of a deal as, you know, losing in a uh, other collectible card game where you've spent five or maybe even ten minutes playing a match. It's just like, oh well, and you go on to the next one very quickly. I'm not totally sure, but I think my playtime shows somewhere around 10 hours, and I think I might be done. I only played today, and I didn't play for the two days before that, and I only played today because I was in class and there was a lecture on stuff I pretty much knew already, so I was just, you know, taking little notes in the background and mostly just playing Snap. But with so few options in cards and extremely little control in terms of how you can counter or uh, sort of reverse any strategy the opponent has, it just doesn't have that sort of traditional CCG draw for me. It does feel a little bit more interesting in that it's more sort of board game-like than card game-like, so I don't feel, you know, like I have to be a super awesome, you know, deck builder to win. You could probably easily pull, you know, meta decks off the internet. And, you know, 12 cards, which you're probably going to see about 9 out of each game, you know, feels a lot less random than uh, other collectible card games. But that does also lead to a feeling of it gets very repetitive feeling very quickly. It's like I haven't pondered any decks, you know, outside of what I'm playing. It's not like I'm thinking, oh, I can create this deck or I can... Uh, use the synergy of this card and this card to make, you know, this sort of synergy. It's like, if I'm not playing, I, I just don't care. I have, like, no interest in pondering any sort of decks or, you know, enough variety to even consider such things. It is free to play, so if you want to check it out, you can. Though do note, you will be spending about two hours in, I think they call it a recruit season, uh, before you get out of that into the main season, whatever that may be at the time. Right now they are focusing on Black Panther and Wakanda. So you won't see that until you're out of the 
sort of tutorial season. And additionally, if you want to actually see any of the special seasonal stuff, you have to basically pay the $10, and I believe that is for three months. Like I said, this time they're focusing on Black Panther, so if you want the Black Panther card, you gotta pay for the season pass. The free stuff is just generic stuff you would get by repeatedly playing. It's not anything attached to the season from what I've seen. So if you're playing free, uh, you don't seem like you're going to get a whole lot of super interesting seasonal stuff. If any seasonal stuff at all. Do note that if you are going to play, I highly recommend you immediately sign in to Google. Steam will have a option to sign into Google when you get to the main screen. On Apple devices, it has the choice to sign into Google or sign into Apple. And I would assume, uh, you know, on Android devices, it would have a similar sign into Google option. And the reason I recommend you highly do this immediately is because if you ever want to do any cross progression at all, you know, you want to play on PC and then maybe you want to pick up your phone and play on your phone, you have to link them through the Google account. Like I started on Steam, I did not log into Google. I later tried it on my tablet and I did log into Google. And then when I went back to Steam, I thought, oh, I'll just log into Steam and it will like, you know, merge the things I've been doing, but it didn't. I had to, you know, log out of the Steam-based Marvel Snap account and then log into my Google account. And then I suppose that Steam-based Marvel Snap account is still there, but any progress I had on it, you know, was, you know, ignored because I'm then on my Google account. So that's why I say, you know, immediately log in if you ever might even consider cross-play because I have heard stories about people who were in the beta and they were on their, you know, Apple device or whatever and they played, you know, 100 hours and they didn't know that they would need to log in and so they can't cross. They're stuck on that one device on that one system or, you know, they'd have to effectively start over with a new account. So I don't know if that will change in the future seems like that might be kind of complicated to change but you know the easy option like I said is just immediately log into Google uh, whenever you want to play on any device and like I said it's free to play so I guess you may as well you know check it out for yourself but you know be aware you won't get out of that rookie season until you know I think it took me about two hours and also note it's kind of weird that you're always playing ranked and you have no idea if you're playing a human or an AI. Uh, there are, you know, little tells that you're playing a human, like there's emotes or, you know, certain plays that they make that's like, you know, a human would obviously not make that play. So you can sort of tell, but you can never, you know, 100% tell for sure. So if that's not really your thing, uh, you might want to avoid it. So the closing section uh, is actually going to start off with something to keep your eyes out for, and that is Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. 
for I think just PC right now. It is in early access if you have pre-ordered, so you can go ahead and start playing if you uh, pre-order it. And official release is I think on the 30th. I would love to be playing. I would have already pre-ordered it if I could, but I don't have any money, so I don't know when or even if I'll be able to pre-order it because uh, currently I am behind and don't know if I can pay all of my uh, critical bills in mid-December, which is coming up, uh, you know, very rapidly. So I've been very worried uh, and very sad about that. I was supposed to get that money back uh, for selling the dead laptop, but there has been, you know, zero interest. So I don't know. I'm going to have to start trying to sell individual parts, you know, just like the power supply or battery or the RAM and see if I can sell them separately and get something back. But I don't know. I would have to sell, you know, basically all of the parts I can, you know, at a modest <laughs> amount uh, to make uh, my bills. And then, you know, it's like I wouldn't have money for school, which, you know, should come up before buying any games. So uh, everything is very extremely tight and very sad. I don't know uh, what I'll have to talk about next time. I would love to be talking about Dark Tide, but like I said, I just don't see how that's going to happen right now. Hopefully everybody will have a good uh, turkey weekend. I think that is coming up next week. And like I said, I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time, but hopefully I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks. Bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons attribution non-derivatives license 2022.